Okay, y'all, welcome back to Chapel's Corner. It's your host, Fire Chapo. We're going to be discussing online dating this episode. It is July 30th, Monday, July 30th. It's just now hitting 12.01 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, a.k.a. NYC time. And I thought online dating would be a great discussion for this evening's topic. Now, I am inspired to do this subject based on the situation that's going on in my city right now with this 29 year old nurse that was um killed by a serial killer um they caught the guy thank god but um they wanted to say that she met him online and uh, i remember i did mention her briefly in, in a previous episode that had to do with relationships it wasn't the episode was not about anything concerning women who was harmed by men they were dating online it, it was just something that i mentioned briefly like um why it is that I don't necessarily am in a rush to date, say, anybody I meet on the street. And I certainly am no fan of online dating. Like, you, you um, that's just not something that I entertain for reasons such as this and others, especially the way that it's changed. Now, there may have been a time um, when the internet first came out, and I was younger, in the 90s or so, and there was, like, AOL and, and chat rooms and stuff like that, and everybody, everybody would ASL, which was on age, sex, location, or whatever. And it was, in my opinion, yes, people in the earlier stages of um, that kind of meeting up with people and strangers over the internet, it was a little safer. Granted, yes, there were um, incidences where even young girls were um, meeting up with guys, and, and, and obviously you know, the um, situation did not end up favorably, you know, they lost their lives or, or something worse, um, they were raped or something more tragic. If you take the time to Google the horror stories from online dating, I mean, just to kind of scare yourself straight, because um, no one should ever feel that they're invincible, I don't care how many successful online datings you have, as far as just making it home or back home safe, you know what I mean? Um, it's a game of probability and chance, in my opinion, so... I'm going to read the article that's going on in my city. I'll do that a little later. And I'm also going to share an article entitled, Here's What You Need to Know About Online Dating from Ina Williams on HerWay.net. And then I think I might just go into an article that just talks about um, red flags. And um, maybe if I can find one that's not too long about some horror stories, I'll share maybe a few from my from, um, article and give you all the link to read that article because I might not go on it all depends what what I find so all right um before the age of smartphones singles would often go to bars or clubs to meet the one or in my opinion at least the one for the night because I don't think it's realistic to meet the one in a club I'm not saying it hasn't happened in the past but ideally that's not where you you know you're um usually advised to go looking for that but again with the smartphone generation now we can um we can literally now carry millions of potential love interests in our pockets our purses you know the next person is literally just a few swipes clicks or texts away so in all honesty it's like no wonder that dating apps are growing in popularity these days and there's no sign that um it's going to be slowing down so through my research, after my <clears throat> last episode that I uploaded earlier, or late in the evening yesterday, I found some statistics that I wanted to share. So, um, Tinder, everybody's favorite 
are most people's favorite. According to them, or to themselves, um, the app generates about 1.6 billion swipes per day, which is a lot per day. Not a year, not a month, not a week on, on average, but per day, which they say averages to about one to do two dates per user a week, okay? And a lot of people tend to, um, I mean, there's a lot of dating sites, but I know Tinder uh, right now, I think they're leading the way. And the way Tinder is operating now and you know it's kind of changed as well because now if, if they if you look at studies you'll see that like short-term sexual relationships and not even booty calls um are more favored over one night stands which is usually like um you know something that just happens impromptu um and it just seems to be what people are craving these days so they want to have sex maybe more than once or twice or three times but at the same time it's never going to be anything lasting so it's never going to be like a, a long-term affair or anything like that but what I want to know or what I'm asking is like with all this easy dating, you know, and, and all this access to you know, all these different kinds of people, is that making us any happier? And uh, my opinion is probably not. So the thing with online dating is, in my opinion, it is somewhat similar to dating in the person, somewhat. Obviously, there's major differences that's clear as day. Like, I shouldn't even have to point those out, but by the similarities, I just mean, like, um, rejection. So the same way in real life, you can meet somebody and you can have them accept you. It's the same way you can meet somebody on the internet or in, in person and you can have them reject you. So rejection is real. Whether you get rejected in person or you get rejected in real life, your body or your mind reacts to that rejection in the same way. And the reason I'm talking about this is because um, there are studies that show that uh, not just um, a lot of use in technology or just social media, but specifically dating apps and people who um, use dating apps. There's been too many studies that show and correlate and show growth between um, mental health, happiness, you know, how happy you are, depression and anxiety, and them being connected to um, a lot of use in technology or mostly specifically online dating. So, like, let's say you send a message to a match and it goes unanswered. Or you swipe right and you never have it reciprocated. Um, maybe you go on a date with somebody you thought it went well only to find that, you know, he's ghosted you now. And so, you, you know, you, you, while your hopes were up, now they're dashed. Rejection hurts, period. And it's not just metaphorically. Um, studies show and have been proven that... Um, being turned down in any way online in person it stimulates like some part of the brain that processes physical pain um this was from a 2011 study from the national academy of sciences which they said quote unquote social rejection and physical pain are similar not only in that they are distressing but bottom line basically what they're saying is that um the brain can't tell the difference between a broken heart and a broken bone, you know, which is deep to me. So it's some, some things you're not understanding because, you know, let's be honest. How many of us, um, if you major in psychology, you understand the brain a little better. Some of us, we don't necessarily think about the things that are going on with us that we see um, in our in our daily perceptions, how it's affecting us subconsciously or what, what it's doing to our mind. But that's, what, that's what's going on without you even realizing it, is that you're putting your brain through some kind of... Um, Distressing situation, which the brain can't tell the difference between a broken heart or a broken bone. So you're just distressing yourself, distressing your body. Um, when so now swiping, they said is now like correlated to self-esteem. 
So now, according to the 2000 study, 2017 study published um, in the peer-reviewed journal Body Image, approximately 1,300 people, mostly college-age students, were asked about their Tinder use, body image, and self-esteem. So, of course, college kids will be, you know, going crazy over this stuff. It said that the study found that the men who used the app um, had lower self-esteem. Or the women and the men who used the app had lower self-esteem than, than people who didn't. And I think that's true. I mean, like, I find myself even, I think I'm happier than most people who don't necessarily um, are addicted to social media and things like that. But, you know, um, it's one thing what you believe and have an opinion on. And it's another thing when they're doing studies on it. And it's just coming out time and time again. It's been too many studies. And they're going to keep doing studies. That's the thing. Because technology ain't going anywhere. So they say in general, Tinder users um, reported reported less satisfaction with their bodies and looks than non-users. So now there's a study that shows that Tinder users are less body um, confident than those who don't use Tinder or dating sites. So anyway, the top five dating sites that I found is uh, basically it's Tinder, Bumble, Match, Plenty of Fish, and Zeus, which I think Plenty of Fish, uh, I don't hear too many people complain about that one. I don't know about any of them because I don't, I don't use them. But they rank among the top 50 highest grossing paid apps on social media, um, especially in the Apple Store. Ooh. Yeah, and so Tinder, I think they said by like, like, like last September, Tinder um, took that title, especially in, in introducing um, Tinder Gold, which is a new premium app. Um, anyway, but as dating apps pretty much, like I said, are gaining popularity and they're growing and, of course, it's um, profitable for a lot of people. Is there a greater cost in the convenience of, 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 of all it is, you know, like our well-being? Because as far as I'm concerned, it is the age of um, technology addiction. Um, then I found some statistics from Match.com, which said that uh, they released a volunteer-based study on recent dating trends, and they found that one in six singles reported feeling addicted to online process or the online process of looking for a date. Millennials were 125% more likely to say they feel addicted to dating as well. Men were 97% more likely to feel addicted to dating than women, but 54% of women felt more burned out by the process as expected because women were not designed to be on no speed dating. And then if you was going to do it for a short time in your life, maybe a few months until you've met somebody, you know, that you could be a little more stable with. But women was never, never met, especially as like nurturers and the ones who are supposed to be uh, the caregivers and, and, and the ones who kind of like, you know, we give so much back to society as far as help things, you know, to stay moral and, you know, whatever. As far as, you know, you know what I'm saying? The power that we have, period. You was never meant to be running around here uh, feeling, getting your satisfaction, your rocks off by spending the next five to ten years or maybe the rest of your life being on Tinder and getting your dates from there. Recycling a bunch of used up crap. I mean, I just don't know how that's fulfilling. I could see clearly how um, self-esteem, depression, um, body image issues and all of that would be in high correlation to people who just, um, you, you know, use these methods. I don't know, even care if you're dating in, in person. Right now we're talking about online dating though. Uh, 
Yeah, and then of course the test lastly showed um, um, that people who self-describe, because this is a voluntary survey, this is people who self-described as having really addictive style behaviors toward the internet and cell phones scored much higher on depression and anxiety scales, as expected. And then there's a 2016 study linked to technology addiction to anxiety and depression, which, again, my bottom line with this is why I bring it up. I mean, it's one thing to have um, your opinion, and then there's another thing when there's facts, statistics, and clearly the numbers don't lie. There is an addiction. People are going to keep on going on. They're going to keep on doing it, especially with the, um, there's, you know, I don't know, some sites like Match and others are going to pair you up with somebody with maybe, it's not about hooking up for sex, feel me? Maybe it's about they're actually going to match up with somebody who they think is going to be a potential lifetime mate for you, you know, like match or whatever. And then maybe that's a good thing, but that's what they were saying as well, like with the self-esteem thing. Now you now you probably found somebody that you're matched with, but they don't hit you back, you know what I mean? So, and maybe you like them out of the bunch of group of people that you were into, you know? Or maybe you just, you did want to have sex with them, you think it's not going to be emotional and all that, but then when they don't, when they reject you, like they said, there's still something about you that's going to maybe make you feel like, well, let me see, maybe you could see their friend list or their follow list on this Tinder. I don't know what how this stuff works, if they have friends and follow list like on the gram and, and Facebook or whatever, but, you know, and you might say, well, okay, well, I see, you know, they're hanging out, she's partying, whatever, it's going to make you feel a type of way. <clears throat> And of course, being that there's millions of people on there, it's a lot of times you're going to feel like that more, um, it, more than the person who's um, single, but not necessarily even dating online and certainly not meeting people everyday life. So they don't have those many rejections as those people that's online or, or whatever. So um, I'm going to take a quick break, which is going to be really, really quick. I'm just going to pull up the article and I'm going to um, come back and talk about... Um, I'm trying to figure out if I'm going to do this article on this woman first or... Yeah, the woman, let's do it. You know what I'm saying? God bless the dead. You know, people, we're not going to let people die in vain. You know what I mean? Like, she didn't die in vain. Her, her life was for a reason. Her cause for a reason. There's a lot of missing, people missing her right now. You know what I mean? It's um, a senseless loss for stupid things. You know, just because you feel lonely out here and you, uh, you just want a little bit of attention only to meet up with the wrong one. And when I tell you something, I'm looking at this mugshot like a lot of these nutty ass niggas. Excuse me, in these mugshots. And he's attractive. He looks decently attractive. You know what I'm saying? But now that you know what you know about him, as far as how dark of a monster he was on the inside, he is not attractive. You know what I'm saying? He is the ugly, despised uh, demon monster being that he is. And on that note, we're going to take a break on Chopper's Corner and be right back. Hey, welcome back to Chopper's Corner. We're back from break and we're talking about online dating, the dangers, do's, don'ts. Um, I don't know, just all the things they don't talk to you about because they want to they want to sell it like it's this uh wonderful thing and that everybody because you know, so you gotta make you understand these people out here, they create these apps and all of this, they they generate your money. People dying and stuff like that, but they getting paid at the end of the day. You gotta talk about um <laughs> you gotta talk about the real deal, holy fell. And on that note, we're gonna talk about this poor woman from um she lives right here in my borough. Anyway, today, could man accused of murdering nurse be a serial killer? Both detectives detectives on both coasts investigate. So now he's he's um 
They thinking this guy went from East Coast to the West Coast. And I wouldn't be surprised because if he's murdering people, why would he be staying in the same location? We all watch ID and 48 Hours and Snapped and all of that and SVU and all of that. So it says, pretty girl too. I feel like she looks familiar, man. I hope I don't know her. <laughs> she looks familiar though. Springfield Gardens, um, Queens. <sighs> He's accused of murdering a well-loved nurse. And now, Daniel Drayton is suspected of carrying out other heinous acts, including other homicides, through similar methods. It's the direction that a criminal investigation of Drayton has taken. And one of his strongest supporters is Kenneth Stewart. The father of the murdered nurse, Samantha Stewart. Drayton, 27, is suspected of meeting Ms. Stewart, 29, via a dating website. After she had a couple of encounters with him, she may have spurned him, detectives have said. That may have prompted him to torture and kill her. They theorized at her home on 145th Road. They said Samantha Stewart, 29, was found strangled to death in her bedroom in Queens on July 17, 2018. The killing, according to investigators and court records, happened while Drayton had been released on his own recognizance or ROR, for criminal trespass and the strangulation of his ex-girlfriend in Inwood in Nassau County, Long Island. So hold up, please, hold up. Um, guys, this is the same thing I'll be talking about with the system that be failing us. So the man had already had a record of trespassing, and at the time of the trespass, he strangled his ex-girlfriend. Now, when they arrested him, what happens is you go, everybody knows you go to arraignment, the next day where they said bail or you, you, you post bail, but they released him on his own recognizance, which means they let him walk. That's what that means. If you don't understand, I mean, I'm criminal justice major, uh, but you know, some people, they don't understand it. Some people, they deal with people with family members or loved ones or significant others who's been through the system. They released him on his own recognizance. Are you kidding me? You know what I mean? Like, I'm just thinking about that right now. And that just makes me like so upset. And this was in Nassau County. Now, Obviously, um, he's not walking around with no sign on his forehead at this point. That's, um, you know, he's not walking around with a sign on his forehead at this point. That's just saying, <sighs> I'm a, I'm, I'm a um, woman, a man who strangles people. But look at that. The way he killed her, if you listen to what they said, the way that he killed her is um by strangling her. And I think if I remember uh, correctly, my mom was telling me that he had removed her teeth from her skull. I'm not sure, though. Anyway, it says, I just had to stop for that because I just want to let y'all see how the system lets us down. How do you let somebody out on the street like that or don't even post bail? It says, in that case, prosecutors had sought to keep Drayton in jail on, on a seven, um, $7,500 bond. The judges chose to allow Drayton to go. 
I just said that. How you ain't got no bond? So $7,500 bond, there's a good chance nobody would have been able to post it. It's a good chance he would just have to sit there and fight his case um, behind bars. And a good chance he would just sat there the whole time. So he kept. My point is, he would have stayed away from her. Maybe by the time he came out, he wouldn't have thought about it. You never know what the situation is. But this is what they said. They said, you can't let this guy walk out of jail scot-free without a bond. That's what I just said. And Kenneth Stewart on Friday afternoon in front, this is the, this is the woman's father that passed away who's saying this. You cannot let a person walk out of just got free without no bond. And Kenneth Stewart on Friday afternoon in front of the home in which the nurse and medical student had been killed and she was in med school. My God, these fuck niggas. So this is what I be trying to tell people about dating. Like you could be have it going on for yourself. She already a nurse. She going to med school. That means she, is, she was striving to be a doctor. She got goals for herself. She's living on her own. She's not living. She's doing well for herself. The only thing she's missing is the only thing she would want to want in a life like this. After working so damn hard, somebody to color with at night, someone to, you know, spoon with. It's obviously, to, 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 to just sometimes after a hard day of work and studying from med classes to go out on a Friday night and have a good day with somebody. But just leading to something. What the hell do you think she building all that up for? Obviously herself, but I like to think after coming from a family or something like that, that she'd want one day to have her own family. What do you think people's over here trying to date for? Only to have their lives taken from them. So they said after Samantha Stewart's killing, NYPD detectives used DNA evidence to link her homicide to an unsolved rape case in Park Slope, Brooklyn. The survivor of that sex crime also pointed to Drayton. So some women are surviving and this one died. That's what I'm saying. Some people, if their men is abusing you, you don't even know if they killed somebody in the past. I'm, this is why I'm out here saying to myself, I'm good. And the connection led investigators to track Drayton down to Metro Los Angeles. He'd been all over. There they found him at a woman's apartment in Van Nuys, North Hollywood section of the city. He tied her up against her will and beating her up badly. Oh my, ah, you don't know. Like This stuff gets me upset. The Los Angeles case had a key aspect in common with Samantha Stewart's case, detectives said. In both situations, Drayton met his victims on a dating website, and after he'd met them, he got very dangerous. They said, thank God they catch him before he commits another murder. That's what I'm saying. That's a monster. Look at his dead, soulless eyes. Yo, look at his picture. I swear if y'all look at this boy picture... Y'all would have talked to him. Y'all would have bagged him. Y'all would have been freaking swiping right. I'm trying to wake somebody the hell up. Get the hell off this stuff. I don't care if you done FaceTime him. I don't care what the hell. People will know who they say they are. And do you know by the time you start realizing who they are, you already met them. They got your number. They might even know where you lived at, where you work at. You know? Like, you might like a guy. You might want to sleep for him. But are you ready to die for him? I mean, like, these are serious things you got to think about. They say Daniel Drayton is accused of using, and all you do is tie women up. And man, I, I just man, listen, he gonna they gonna they gonna get him in jail. Everybody think everybody in jail is horrible, but some guys in there they just doing times for drugs, man. They guys like this come through, they give them, they show them exactly, they'll fuck them, fix them. Excuse my language, but they will. I know it. Them, the pedophiles, and um, people like that. The only ones that protect those types in there are the types that are just like them. They, that's the only ones they got as friends. Moving on. There between 2011 and 2018, police records show he hacked up a rap sheet that included arrests for strangulation. What's wrong? Hold on, hold on, hold on. They, hold up. I, listen to me. I just told y'all. This is the first time I read this article, but before I go on, because I'm about to get upset. And I'm a criminal justice major, like I said. Before, and I, and I was, before he got released from Nassau County, they already caught him in a situation where he was strangling a woman. The judge let him go on a bad call 
on his own recognizance, which means he wasn't he didn't post no bond or nothing. He walked free with another court date to come back at a later date. Obviously, he fled and ran. And between that time, now you mean to tell me they said that there was a clear indication of a rap sheet between 2011 and 2018, but this Nassau County incident where they let him go on his own recognizance, how is it that the judge or the district attorney's office did not seem to notice that he had racked up a rap sheet that included pre previous arrests for strangulation of people and unlawful restraint and violating orders of protection and harassment? And that he served time in jail for some of those crimes? How do you let somebody, you don't, you're not supposed to. They said, despite that, a judge in Nassau County earlier this month decided not to keep Drayton in jail on bail. For its part, a Nassau County spokesperson, of course, released a statement. Psh, Nassau County can go suck it. Man, child, listen, don't let me start. Any other time they put a black man in jail for no reason, and, 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 and especially drugs and, and ruin their lives. They had a black man that they had every right to sit there and violate and keep under the, under the jail, and they let him go. That's, the, that's, that's Nassau County. Racist and crazy as hell. Ooh, yeah. They said um, a judge has broad discretion. Yeah, we know that, but I'm just saying I've seen situations with my own people's in situations. They deserve that ROR. They wasn't going to hurt nobody. All they did was smoke a little marijuana. It was a possession or something. They wasn't even assaulting anybody. They wasn't even drunk. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't hurting anybody. And they giving them mad, like some crazy old bill. This guy has a record of strangulating, doing things. They're like, this is the system that I refuse. This is why I don't practice law because stuff like this happened. Or you got situations where they're they, they bribing the judge and stuff like that, and your client is well within the rights of having their rights, but because it's a political thing now, and because you go to judge and you go to the golf course with the judge and the DA and da 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 it's a political thing, now you got to sit there and be wicked on the, I, I don't do that because the God I serve. But this is what I'm talking about. This is stuff that you end up doing, and next thing you know, girl, end up dead. How you live with yourself at night, judge? They said in New York State, the sole purpose of jail is to ensure the defendants return to court. Mr. Drayton did not have a prior criminal record that that um, did, did not did not have a prior record that had not been indicated. Exactly. In this particular case, the statement continues. The judge carefully considered the facts before her. It was a woman. Whoa. Yo, as a feminist, I'm outraged. The woman judge heard that he strangled another woman and that there was the, the district attorney going to go get your whole background. All right. That he had previous things of strangling and restraining people. And she, the judge, as a woman, said, let him go out there. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm sorry. That just mm -mm. made before her. And she made a determination based on all the current relevant and factual information that's provided to the court at the time. Now, basically, Nassau County's this is Nassau County making a statement on behalf of the judge. It would have been impossible for the judge at the time to foresee the allegations that are. How could it be impossible for us to see that when there's a freaking pattern, you dumbass? Is a pattern of it. And the last crime that he did was for that. And you're looking at the boy, even if you even if you're an old woman and you're not into young African American males, you can clearly see he's a good looking guy. What the freak you think he's gonna do out here? Go be celibate and not try to get another woman? Stupid nurse. I mean stupid um judge. They said the slain nurse father responded to the situation with disbelief. I'd sue Nassau County. People suffered through the hands of this guy. That's what I mean. And it's been documented. He suspects the same thing. And I'm sure these women who um been abused by him in the past, they hear about this woman's dying. They probably just devastated because it could have been them. <sighs> he suspects that the same thing that some that some detectives probing Drayton's past believe that this is not the first time Drayton has used dating websites to meet victims. Again, the father of the slain nurse suspects the same thing that some detectives probing Drayton's past believe, that this is not the first time Drayton has used dating websites to meet victims who he may have harmed severely or fatally. 
The investigation into Drayton's past is ongoing. The Texas acts with um, information to please come forward. He's going to jail for life. He's going to rot, and them niggas going to rock him. Watch. They're going to rape him, too. Stuart's father agreed. I'm looking for justice for all the people who lost. That's all. This is so sad. Why father got to go through this? He now planning his daughter's funeral, which is scheduled for Sunday afternoon near the family's home here. I'm so saddened. You know what I mean? You just work so hard. You're just trying to find. I mean, you know what I mean? And then the world make you seem like you, you're, you're nuts for wanting it. You, you don't. You can maybe in everyday life because you don't get out much. You're too busy with school and work. You're going to med school. You, you got a good head on your shoulders, man. You're just trying to meet somebody. And I'm trying to tell y'all people, like, it's a lot of snakes out here. They put their words together real nice. Anybody could generate an amazing profile. You know, if these guys have been playing this little game for a long time, manipulating women, anybody can find the right words. After a while, you know exactly what's going what's gonna, to um, get a response and what's not going to get a response out of you. I just want women to be safe. I'm not saying that there's not men that don't go on these dating sites and get hurt or whatever, but this is a predator's um, candy store or virtual reality, you know? And sometimes they're not preying on you just for sex or to kill you. Sometimes they might be preying on you for money or just you're just weak. And... um. I'm going to take a break after this. I need to. And then I'm going to come back with the article um, from HerWay.net entitled, where are my notes? Dying. Because, I mean, you know what I mean? Because uh-uh. some guys are too busy or their hands is too full. So you went on on the internet. It's not your fault. You know what I'm saying? It's nobody's fault. But that's not... Nobody have the right to, and they have their lives ended that way. You know, you get your whole life ready. And no, I'm not saying everybody, but I know some people have some messed up situations. I don't care if the guy even just did you up. That's light. Gotta be careful out here. And don't think that that's just a first date. As you can see, he built a rapport with us. So, you know, some of you is meeting people. You meet them two, three, four times. You don't know what the heck is going on. You got any signs of somebody that's just, like, hanging on too tight and ain't letting go? Let somebody know. Give them the license plate. Give your sister the license plate number. That's what I used to do. When I used to go out on dates when I was younger with guys, I used to um meet on, to, like, phone chats or something. I don't know, like, a, an internet thing. This was really when I was in, like, my 16th, 15th, before I met my first love, and I was just being ignorant and stupid. I used to give them license plate numbers. Even if I met a guy, like, as, um when I was at the mall or something, and then he picked me up. I mean, I just, or his telephone number. <laughs> just in case, you know, I don't come home because I'm a, I was a criminal justice major. I don't, I, I don't. Know, I've been scared straight by too many situations, too many cases. I had a drugs and guns um, judge attorney who taught over us at my school. Everybody who taught over me was in the field. There was either internal affairs, a, poli- a, um, a, a police officer, top, a head of um, corrections, at NYC, or some kind of thing of that nature. Um, and one of the professors I had was also one that did a lot of murder trials. So what he would do is he would give us um the minutes. That's what the stenographer types up, you know, in the stenographer types during the um court cases. And so they have record what was said or they say scratch from the record. But he would blot out the um actual defendant's name. But still the um case was there, like the murder, what happened, all this stuff. And then like using certain um Things that we've learned, laws um, about how to throw out things or, or reasons why, you know, you, you know, you have to build your argument. We'd have mock trials and all this stuff of that nature. And I'm telling you right now, I've been scared straight a long time ago. And also I've been scared straight with things that have to do with um, hospital settings and drunk drivers because I have a mother who works in the hospital for over 20-something years. So she's always been scared and has always told me some situations and stories about people that come in. And I was, even when I was a teenager, I, like, you know, the, the young girl came in with um from a drug driving accident, now she's uh she got brain injury. Like she, you know, I, it's a lot of things that scare me straight. I don't like nobody to 
just live in this fairy tale fantasy world of um they're invincible because times are changing and they're not changing for the better. On that note, we're gonna take a note and be right back on chapters. Welcome back to Chapel's Corner. It's your host, Fire Chapel. We're talking about online dating, the statistics, what it does to you as far as um, mental health, depression, anxiety. We spoke about a true life horror story that's going on. Um, some women that has been, women that have been hurt by one particular man and one woman in particular who lost her life. And that life ended here in my city. Now we're back with this article by Ina Williams on herway.net entitled, Here's What You Need to Know About Online Dating. Um, oh boy, let's see. She says, ah, getting out and going on dates can be extremely tiring, especially if you're a really busy person. A lot of people are choosing to try online dating because it's easier to find a match that way. Yeah, but there are some um, serious consequences. That's why online dating apps are so popular. Even those apps that are not meant for online dating can be used for that purpose. There are many people in this world who haven't met their soulmate on who have met their soulmate on one of these social media platforms. It's a great way to connect with people all over the world. Who knows? Maybe your soulmate lives a street from you or maybe he lives on the other side of the world. In case he lives on the other side of the world, chances are you're going to meet him without a plane ticket or internet connection are pretty low. Anyway, but before you try online dating, there are some things you should know. She says, one, there are a lot of fake profiles out there. That's what I mentioned in the previous segment. you got to be careful. Um, I've had male friends of mine that are strictly friends that um, last year in particular, my one male friend, boy, did he spend a lot of money on Ubers. <laughs> and also, by the time he got up with them, because he was so enamored by the pictures and stuff, they didn't look hardly like what they... Uh, said they look like in person. So I suggested that he FaceTime them then first because when you're paying for Ubers and stuff like that and only to have people be, you know, disappointed. And he'd still smash because, you know, men are like, you know, they don't care. And anyway, so he would do the FaceTimes and things like that. But then other little things would come up like um, they were scammers or something. Like it was always, it was always a fish or something. It says, don't fall for every guy that you see, especially go by, going by the looks. Um, if you got the name from the guy, or the name of the woman and you Google the story that's going on in my study and you take a good look at this guy's mugshot, he is attractive. If you didn't know anything else about him, which is the same thing I'm trying to remind everybody about guys that you're meeting online. You don't know nothing. I know people I've known for very long. My mom, I'm still learning things about, you know, because people change. They change for the better, they change for the worse. Um, there's things they don't maybe not reveal at certain times of life that they'll really reveal later. It can be the littlest, quirkiest things, but you're never gonna know anybody. He said, what you see online doesn't necessarily have to be the truth. A lot of people create fake profiles for many reasons. Some of them are trying to find a girlfriend, but they're very insecure and shy. They think that fake profiles is the solution to all their problems. But the truth is that they're not doing themselves any favor. They would have a much better love life if they were making if they were not making fake profiles. Some people also make fake profiles because they want to scam others. That's why you need to be careful with what you're putting on your profile. Two, 
there are specific dating sites for those who look for specific traits in a partner. There are regular dating sites that let you choose from a lot of different kinds of men. But if you're looking for one specific trait or belief in a partner, then you can find a specific site for that. Meaning don't get caught up looking for love on sex sites or like Tinder thing. Like, you know, there's certain ones that's just straight about hooking up. And then there's other ones like Match or um, eHarmony, which I'm not saying they're great because I never try them out. I don't online date at all. You know what I'm saying? And I don't never will. I don't think it ever gets to that point for me. Um, they said, uh, then find a site for people who belong to the same religion if that's what you're looking for. You know what I mean? So that kind of thing. And even then, I'd still be careful because there's a lot of people who, who catfish. So they're going to pretend to be religious and be on religious sites trying to bait you because they already know that you, maybe you're just like this uh, person that's easily. I don't know. Who knows what it is? You got to be careful. Uh, let's see. They said there are sites where you have to pay to register on them. Now, I'm not going to read that because I don't think that helps anybody. Um, building a great profile is important in order to find the right guy you want. You need to make a great profile. Be honest and true with who you are. No, I would never ad- advise anyone to be honest and true about who they are. Not on no, no damn profile. Make it as vague and open-ended as you can. You know, um, put a joke, put a quote there. You know what I mean? Um, but never just reveal ex- entirely who you are, that you have a PhD in this, that you went to this school. You don't need to be telling anybody all that. If you meet someone that you like enough and feel comfortable, and I mean like after like a few dates or something, then yeah. And never let anybody know where you live. Um, don't judge a book by a cover. If you don't expect someone to message you based only on a photo of you, then you shouldn't be like that either. If a guy doesn't look that great in his profile picture, it doesn't mean he's a bad person, right? So maybe sometimes look at the ones that don't, you know, some people are going too hard. They're going to make that first picture look great. Read what he wrote and try to understand him. He might be exactly what you're looking for, and he, and he might not. You got to watch what they're saying too. I'm trying to tell you, these, these, these people are really good at what they do. Like, scamming is a way of life. You know how they say you can't knock the hustle? Like, this is how people get by. This is how people eat. It's their bread and butter. It, so it's never going to get old. And the internet is one place where you could do all of that without being in somebody's face. And these days and age, especially in my city, there's cameras everywhere. You know what I'm saying? So it's, no, it's no longer safe to make, like, meet up with people and do certain things because so you can probably go back to um, a street cam and see something. And they say, chat with a person before you agree to meet them in person. When a guy messages you, don't agree to meet him right away. You should take some time to get to know him, get some basic information about his life and his personality. And even then, you know, be, still be careful. Don't, don't just take nobody who's like, you know, be skeptical. Ask him whatever you feel like you need to know. Don't simply agree to meet someone just because he messaged you. Not to mention how dangerous it is to meet someone like that. And even if the first encounter goes good, don't go so quick off of that either. Because I was watching this Lifetime movie, like I was saying, with Vivica Fox. And I mean, she was, this guy was smooth. There's a lot of guys out there that, that's why I say a lot of enemies, a lot of our enemies comes with smiles. And they're very charming. I'm, I'm really tired of people thinking that just because somebody is a smiling face all the time and friendly and talk nice. Like somebody, I could be at work and I could be, and I could be like, I can't stand that you're in front of my face. And I could be talking all polite and you could just tell I'm talking and just acting and it's not real. You know what I'm saying? Like some people, you need to just pay attention and stuff. Don't be so quick to eat up nice words that sound sweet. But you know what I'm saying? Cause that's, that's, that's what the devil did in the garden. Don't simply agree to meet someone just because he messaged you. Not to mention how dangerous it is. They said to meet someone like that. Make sure you like his personality and well figure out that he's not a serial killer. Uh, 
They say you need to be smart while planning your first date. Don't ever agree to meet at his place. Choose some random place. Don't choose a restaurant because you might end up not wanting to eat dinner with him. It's best that you choose a coffee shop. Um, it's nice and simple, and you get to drink coffee. Yay! But be ready. They said yay. You know, I'm not a coffee drinker, but be ready. Is it tell your friends to call you in the middle of the date? Yep. And, you know, check in with people. Let them know. Like, we over here, over here. Yeah, I moved from, from the movie theater over here. You over here at this movie theater. It's located over here. At least, God forbid, something happened to you. They could, the detectives start coming around. So I asked the people, they'd be like, yeah, well, she told them. She did text me. She said this, that, and third. He got, you know, be on point. Give the guy's number to somebody you trust. You know what I'm saying? Like your mom's or your aunt. Or you, don't, you don't hear from me in the morning. Talk to people like that. It's 2018. Stop leaving your house thinking you're going to guarantee to come back. It's, yeah, I mean, these crime shows don't stop, you know what I mean? And they, and, and they don't stop for a reason because stuff is going on out here. If the date's going bad, you have to have an excuse to leave and always keep some money with you just in case. He might have drove and you didn't drive or you took the Uber or whatever because you know you were going to drink. The point is make sure you got enough to get it back. If you don't trust this person yet to know that if you ain't got no money, you know for a fact they got you or whatever and they're safe and you're in good hands, don't. If everything's going well, you can stay. Um... Um, and the call was nothing important. It's all the trick in the book. It's true. So, like, when I was younger, I gave, I, I went on a date. I gave my best friend at the time the guy's license plate number, and I gave um, her the, the, I gave the cell phone number. And at some point in the day, I was like, text me so I can, I mean, call me so I can act like I got an emergency. I got to go back home. So, like, I did that, and then I'm like, yeah, I got to get back home. But he was trying to get me to stay, and I didn't want to stay. So, my best friend, because I had also given him, her his cell phone number. She calls up with like the, the craziest Haitian accent because we're Haitian and our parents are Haitian and she acts like my mom like, where the hell is my daughter? Bring my daughter back home now. <laughs> so like, oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm just me. I'm it was my, it was my best friend, but she was really good with the accents and that was it. You know, you gotta have an escape plan. Stop running into stuff. I mean, I know you're looking for love and booty and all of that and ding ding and stuff, but you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, you know what I'm saying? Like, keep good at all your circles. Keep your wits about you. You know what I'm saying? Act like you a tourist in NYC. <laughs> like, keep your wits about you. And, you know, keep your guard up at all times. Now, I did say I was going to come back with um, some horror stories, but I feel like the one that we did is enough. I don't want to, like, <sighs> you know, like, what else do you need, you know, um, from that one? But, yeah, like my mom was saying, it, this article didn't go into it, but um, I don't know if there's another one. She says that she heard that he had pulled out her teeth and stuff lately. Just be careful when you're out here is all that I can say. Um dating should be fun you know but there's some monsters out here and they prey on people it's the same way i used to say all the time you know be careful when you're out here having sex with people because a long time ago even when i was in college they see people that used to put up youtube videos and stuff or um and, and they would wear masks like these guys and they would where they would never show their face they would hide their identity sometimes they would distort their voice and they would to admit to being um to have contracted the hiv or or have um full-blown um aids virus and that they were purposely and intentionally going around sleeping with people. It got to the point that they started, the um, authorities started charging people who intentionally um, do that and women who can prove it, you know, like that, and they have been linked to the guy or whatever. They could add, uh, charge you with attempted murder. So you guys got to be careful, too, because the guy, they used, to, they used to say the creepiest things. Like, as soon as I pull up to the car, I got a Jaguar. That's all I need. Like, this girl's 16 years old. She don't even know what she got. You know, she got HIV. And they say, I don't mean to be that graphic, but be careful out here. And, of course, when he's smiling with them, He's just smiling, smiling, smiling. He knows exactly what he's doing. You know, don't trust people so easily. I'm just so disgusted with society and mankind how it's going. That's why I be saying to myself, you need to get out more fire. You need, you need, yeah, and I'm going to stay my ass right here. Because when my ass I end up um, in my house strangled to death, what the hell y'all going to say? Oh, they was so stupid. Or, no, no. Because, and, and shoot, what the hell? Because there wasn't nobody available. And I was, I'm going to sit my butt down and wait and be patient. Shoot. 
If you if your crushed hands are too full like mine, then you sit your butt down. Anybody gonna be rushing out here to go get secure? And I didn't that I say sit your butt down, wait for them. You know, if they ever decide to come around, they decide to come around, but don't get too lonely. <clears throat> and you start putting yourself in situations where you ain't thinking right. You know, you think you're not thinking with your head, you're thinking with like, you know, other parts of your body just don't make the sense. You're not thinking rationally. Cause that make no sense for no twenty nine year old woman who was a nurse and going to medical school who had it going on for herself. You know what I'm saying? Just just living life simply, looking to be happy and trying to invest in herself by trying to make time for a relationship. Maybe she was too busy to go out. Maybe she has gone out. I mean, sometimes you go out and there's nothing there. You know what I mean? So you try to meet people from different places because you'll travel. I'm sure you know you you don't mind to travel. You might take in a road trip. Maybe they're just like a a state or a borough away. You know, you, you don't know. The point is you're trying to expand your horizons, expand your options, only to end up dead. Or or like some of these women that he had strangled or um, tied up and bound, raped. For what? You know? And and, and, and uh, never seen it coming. So on that note, if you want to get in touch with me, you can reach me at uh, firechapel for president at petlover.com. Um, send me a tweet on Twitter or hit me on the gram at firechapel. And uh, that's it for tonight. I will be back tomorrow. It's 12.50 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, a.k.a. NYC Time. And it's July 30th, Monday morning. Happy Monday, y'all. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll see y'all next time. Chapel's counter.